0: Guys, and welcome to another great episode of Be Hero Presents, the Bump Card Wrestling Podcast. I am, as always, your host, Brian. And with me tonight is Psycho. How are we doing tonight, Psycho? Uh
1: tired, but not as tired as usual, I guess. So <laughs> but I'm
0: good. I'm happy to be here. Sounds good. Yeah, well, aren't we all always be happy to be here? And speaking of happy to be there, tonight we're going to do kind of a follow-up of something we did back a few months ago of who will be helped and who will be hurt by the new changes with Triple H. Uh, tonight we're going to talk about, now that time has elapsed, to see who actually has been helped and hurt by Triple H's takeover. Um, I guess takeover's not even right, the word. Since Triple H has ran the show. And there's a couple of people off the top of my head that I can think of, but let's start off. So, Psycho, who was your first on your list of someone that was helped?
1: Uh, helped? I'm going to say, uh, first person off the top of my head, I'm going to say Sami Zayn. Um, I just think, and maybe... Yeah. Maybe he wasn't so much as maybe he would have already been in the position he's he's been in. But uh, honestly, since Triple H has taken over, uh, Sammy Zane has been just on a tear. And I, you know, he's he's Triple H has let him kind of be himself and, and do some things that I don't know if I don't know if Vince McMahon would have had him in the spot that he's currently in.
0: I agree. I I also think that he wanted to let it go as long as it has. Um, This stuff with Sammy being with them and everything else has been, what, nearly a six-month stretch? Um, And doing all the stuff with them. That is a long-term storytelling and everything else that has kind of fallen out of line over the last couple of decades in the McMahon era. So I don't know if they would have let him do that.
1: Yeah, I think I think with Vince McMahon in charge, like it probably would have been like maybe a a month worth of, you know, skits or or kind of hanging around uh the bloodline. And then they would have turned on him already by now, because that's just how fast yeah. the storylines went with with Vince, uh, at least, you know, in recent times. And so it would have it would have been uh stopped pretty quickly. It would have been I mean, gosh, it might have even been just a, a couple of weeks you know, uh, story arc instead of the many months that we've gotten out of it.
0: Yeah, um, which is fantastic. I, I love long-term storytelling like this and allowing us to do. It.
1: Well, yeah, so. because when All right. when the eventual so, payoff, sorry, <laughs> when the eventual payoff actually happens, yeah. it's yeah. going to get that much more of a
0: reaction. Oh, totally. I. Uh, it is going like Z- Sammy's like on that cusp of being over as a face. Um, he's over as a heel right now, but he, I barely call him a heel at this point. He will be so super over as a face when that time happens. I would not be surprised to find out that they dropped the tag titles to Sammy and someone. Agreed. So, all right. Uh, well, my first on my list is no surprise: Johnny Gargano. Um, I, you know, it, it was kind of a almost foregone conclusion that he was going to come back uh, with the takeover of Triple H, and I don't think he would have honestly with McMahon. Um, or if he would have, he would have probably just been in NXT. But now that he's on the main roster and doing what he's doing, he's gotten so much more exposure. Uh, I mean, hell, his return alone uh, and somewhere that wasn't Cleveland uh, was huge. And it's just amazing to see things like that um, for somebody like Johnny. And I can only see Johnny Gargano going up.
1: Yeah, I... I think if Vince was still in charge, I don't think Gargano would have come back. I think he you, we'd probably be seeing him in AEW right now. You know, I no Yeah, I I just think that uh he he wouldn't have even been there. So I think that him returning to WWE and returning on the main roster had a lot to do with Triple H running the show.
0: Oh. All right. So Uh, good old psycho. Who is your first hurt? Uh, top of my
1: list, and it might not—I might not feel as strongly about this now as I did before. Um, you know, a couple weeks ago, but I'm going to say Austin Theory because, uh, the trans—the kind of trajectory that Austin Theory was on with the Money in the Bank briefcase before Vince McMahon stepped down, uh had him being uh like a main event guy possibly even i don't know if he was going to ever cash in that championship and be successful but i think he would have held it uh for a lot longer and i think he would have been a top guy now i say that i feel i felt stronger about that before because now he's the u.s champion right and so he's uh it seems like they Triple H still thinks somewhat of him in order to to put that belt on him, but I just think that he was he was being positioned a lot higher with Vincent Charge, and for a while there, he was doing a lot of losing when Triple H took over. So, um, kind of a puzzling one, actually.
0: Yeah, I, I kind of agree, um, but. All around, I actually think Triple H's takeover for him is going to help him in the long run more than hurt him. Um, I feel like there is a lot of stuff at the beginning. And when we did this last time, we did talk about Austin Theory uh, being hurt by this. But now seeing the way that he's being positioned in there, I feel like it's going to help him in the long run. And I say this because I think if they would have just thrown Austin to the main event, Austin Theory to the main event, and gone that path, uh, odds are, if he was to win a title, the, a big belt of any variety, um, it wouldn't have been for long. As well as, I think the fans would have shit all over it. But where he's at now, uh, with the stuff with him losing the money in the bank the way he did, and then beating the U.S. title against two quality workers. Uh, and everything else, I think he's projected to kind of go in a better trajectory uh, than he would have before. So, I mean, honestly, I think Triple H is helping more than hurting.
1: Yeah, I can see that. I, um, I, I think with Vince McMahon, he was kind of being shoved down our throats, and that's partially why I probably don't like him because he was getting like the Roman treatment, um, but without. Have it being as interesting, um, but I th- I think that uh this will probably help him in the long run because he'll actually have to earn his spot instead of just kind of being given it before he's ready. Yeah.
0: So, I uh, for me, I think one that kind of has been hurt by him more than I was expecting, is Bobby Lashley. Um, and at, in the current moment, at least. Uh, so, Bobby lost his title, the U.S. title, shortly after Triple H came along, did his thing. And he's not really had big wins, or wins in general. Uh, I mean, he lost the triple threat to Austin Theory. Uh, I believe Austin Theory pins him. In that triple third. If I mean, right? So Bobby's kind of the one that's going on the losing streak and it's kind of not going in an upwards trajectory. In that I mean it could be error usually turned around, and that's the nice thing about Bobby Lashley is you can easily put the script on him and make him a beast again and put him in the main event picture. But in the current way, I think Triple H's time and uh, in charge is kind of hurt Bobby more than helped. Him.
1: I kind of disagree. I I don't think it's helped him, but I don't think it's hurt him either. Because, like you said, he was the U- he had just dropped the U.S. belt like shortly after Vince was in charge, and he's basically in the same spot that he was in because he's his you know on the last pay per view at Survivor Series he's still fighting for the U S championship. So I, I think he's just kind of in the same spot, neither helped nor hurt. And I think it's too early to tell with him. Um, because who knows, he could have a big main event match at at WrestleMania for all we know, and kind of be okay. So I don't know. I'm, I'm undecided on him.
0: Yeah. Like I said, it's kind of like right there at that cusp, uh, for me. Um, which I actually think says more about Triple H than anything else, is that we're having such a hard time giving a uh, definite hurt somebody kind of thing. Um, Because both guys we brought up are really only kind of hurt, but not really. Um, It's a long-term gain, kind of hurt. So we'll have to see how it goes with those two. Um, Next up, we'll do uh, another help. Uh, Who's your next one on your list for help?
1: uh i'm gonna say uh Karrion Kross. cross um I think that uh obviously he returned under triple H because he was he was not even in the company when Vince last was in charge and so he came back and uh I don't know he's been interesting to watch he's been in top stories uh you know he was brought in Kind of looking like a main event guy, uh, and then he had that feud with Drew McIntyre, and yes, he lost, but he's still mixing it up with with top guys. Whereas the last time that he was on the main roster, uh, he didn't look like a top guy at all. Uh, so he wasn't even in that mix. And now you know he he's not only back in the company, but He's he's also uh, he's one of those guys that could very easily win a championship and you wouldn't even think anything of it because he's like right under that top top uh, talent that that could get pushed at any moment.
0: Yeah, I can totally see that. Um, yeah, I I've got nothing to go against with that. That's that you know Ross is definitely definitely one coming back helps him yeah. of course. Uh, but he also is able to do the gimmick he's kind of wanting. Um, in comparison to that weird Spartan gimmick. Plus, if I remember right, when he did his main roster run, Scarlet wasn't there with him.
1: No, she didn't come up. So, I mean, there there's another one kind of go hand in hand with helped is yeah. Scarlet being on television now. So,
0: um, all right. Uh, well, my next one is uh, Kevin Owens. Um, Kevin Owens has gotten a huge, uh, like bump since, uh, coming back over and mind you, he's always kind of been up and down in the McMahon realm, uh, or McMahon reign of everything. I mean, you can't really say that he's not going to, you know, he's coming on upward trajectory after he just had a WrestleMania moment with Steve Austin. So, but he, I feel like he's more main event realm, like main event status than he was before. Like I, I had a worry for a long time that Kevin Owens is going to be stuck in the Dolph Ziggler realm where he's like the top mid, but could be bumped main when he needs to. And I think when now with Triple H there, I think he could stay in and around the main for a long time uh
1: yeah uh i don't know if it's you know entirely a, a triple h thing of why he's getting pushed like he did because he had some good runs with vince as well but uh right now yeah he's he's being positioned where he's right in the mix he's got the interesting stuff with Sami Zayn. uh he's got uh He could very easily, you know, be feuding with Roman again, you know, for the title on pay-per-views and it, it would seem right in line with where he's, where he's at. So I don't know. I've always been a fan of Kevin Owens and I, I hope that he keeps, uh, keeps progressing.
0: Yeah, very much the same. All right. Uh, do you have any more hurts?
1: Uh so I've got one that might be a hurt. Um, I don't know if it's because of Triple H or, or whatnot, but I'm going to say Ronda Rousey. I think kind of her star power has really taken a hit since Triple H has been in charge. Mm. And I don't blame that on Triple H at all. Um, but it, it might be the, well, it might be the booking of her. Because when Vince McMahon was in charge, uh it seemed like uh she was used more as a special attraction and she was booked with the right type of people. And now all of these people are getting shots against her, and it's people that can't lead her through a match, and she's not she's not really somebody that can lead somebody, so she needs the right opponent to look good. And with yeah. Vince, she I think she was very protected. And I just think when you've got her in there with Shotzi or Liv Morgan, and I'm I'm not really taking anything away from them, but it's just it hasn't been the right dynamic to showcase Ronda Rousey. And so her star power has taken a big hit.
0: Yeah. I I totally agree. Uh and I think that's the one kind of uh, well, of course, I can't say the one kind of booking because, you know, McMahon made wrestling national and what it is. But uh, it's the kind of booking that McMahon excelled at is the star attraction, being able to make somebody who might not be like naturally talented or naturally amazing into something amazing by booking alone. Uh, I mean, look like at Ultimate Warrior. Uh by no means would Warrior, by any other book, been able to be as big as he was. But he was huge, especially in the 90s. Uh, and Rousey's the same way. Like, Rousey is in that aspect. She's aesthetically gifted, but she's kind of a charismatic black hole. And so it, it's, it's hard with her. So I, I agree. I think she's definitely faltered a lot more with Triple H in charge. But I believe, like you said, it, it it it's nothing that couldn't have been used well with McMahon, but with Triple H he just doesn't have the experience to be able to handle somebody like her.
1: Yeah. That might be it. Um so. Yeah, and maybe he just has a different opinion on her, you know, and thinking that she should be in there with with everybody and that You know, maybe he's not about to protect somebody. He's kind of letting them sink or swim.
0: Yeah, kind of seeing what the real version of them looks like. Yeah. All right. Um, The next one I have for Hurt. And again, guys, like, it is really hard to say because Triple H has done such a great job of kind of giving everybody a, a little bit. Like, in the long run, I don't think anybody that we're bringing up today is really going to be hurt a lot by anything Triple H is doing say Rhonda, maybe. Um, but my next hurt is Boo McIntyre. Honestly, I, I think that he was being built in a great way going into, uh, castle, uh, slash of the castle. And, I think since that point he has just gone in kind of a downward spiral of uh, losses and everything else. They really haven't done anything really big with him. I'll say that small carrying cross thing um, and like some weekly stuff with solo and things like that it it just feels like there's not a lot of anything for him at the moment and it could be just <clears throat> not enough spotlight. Be able to have him in it right now. <clears throat> but uh, that kind of goes, you know, hand in hand with having the main title of two shows on one person. And so you don't, you're, you're forcing your spotlight to be more narrow. And as such, you lose out on having somebody like Drew being able to be lifted up. I worry that they're going to. Continue on this path with Drew McIntyre, even though I thought he was a really good champion, and I think he could be a good champion again. But again, this is super nitpicky. I think that they'll uh, not correct, but they'll uh, eventually we bring him back in an upward trend, uh, upward projection of everything. But at the moment, I feel like he's being hurt currently with Triple H's storyline.
1: I, I don't really agree. I I'll, I agree with a lot of your... Okay, so I agree with your points that with Roman being, you know, holding both belts, basically, and him being the only champion, that I think you could say that for a lot of guys, that there's only so far they can go. Because you push him against the champion, right? He has all that momentum. Um uh, and then you have to weave him back down a little bit and cool him off a little bit because I mean, what other stars are there for him to, to feud with because he can't win the belt. That's not in the plans. And so I think, I mean the same thing with Kevin Owens really, because you have him on the help thing, but he's, you know, he's not really been winning you know he he hasn't won the championship and he hasn't even fought for it in in a long time uh and so i think right now a lot of those guys are in holding patterns because there's not another championship and so and it would be beneath a lot of them to go for that second tier championship and so there's really not not a lot for drew to do um but i think that comes in into play with they need better stories they need i mean they've got their law lo- don't get me wrong the the top of the card they've got great stories going there for the whole bloodline thing that's a great long-term storytelling it's the slow build but for everybody else in the mid card i think they need some better stories there um the Carrion and cross feud with drew I think that that was just fine for what it was, um but once he beat Karrion cross, where do you go from there? uh you gotta transition him into somebody else, but there's uh I don't know i it, it's a tough one because I don't know what you do with somebody that's um a definite uh star like drew but but you can't put him in the main event picture. I mean, even though he kind of is, because he was in war games, he was one of the guys that was in there. So he is in the main event still, but so I don't know how much higher you think he can go at this point. He's kind of got to hold water until there's a spot that opens up.
0: Well, for me, I think for somebody like Drew at the moment, especially if you're in a, that holding pattern, mm-hmm. Drew could easily be, um, and, and you got you. So you don't want them to go back down to one of those bigger titles, or lower titles. But I kind of disagree with it, because right now, the way they're positioning both the U.S. and Intercontinental Championships, they're kind of the main titles for the weekly shows. And then the pay-per-views are where we look at the big belts, right? Mm -hmm. And I think right now, you have the ability of having somebody like Drew go up against, say, Walter for the Intercontinental. And that gives you this great ability of having one, a fantastic match with those two. And adding prestige onto the Intercontinental title. Again, and that's what's nice about what the current positioning for the titles are, because you have the US title and the IC title kind of being like the main titles for the weekly shows. You have that ability of having these main the main event guys still be able to do these uh, smaller titles, but make them look that much bigger. I mean, think about like, right now. If you had a good storyline with Walter and Drew, uh, in fact, you can almost switch the places from Clash uh, of the Champion, or not Clash of the Champions, or, uh, Clash of Champions uh, Castle of, uh, glass of the Castle, uh, where you had, you know, Seamus and Walter and they had a storyline building up, and then you had Drew and, uh, uh, Roman having their stuff. You flip it now and flip those stories. You can do almost the exact same stories or essentially similar stories, but still keep prestige in both by switching Sheamus and going for the main title and drew going for the inner, the IC title and still have that with the prestige of the IC title and say drew wins that just adds more prestige. Cause he's a former champion. He was just going for the big belt and everything else like that, that adds more of that prestige to the IC title.
1: Uh, yeah, I agree with you. Although you're going to confuse people by calling uh Gunther Walter,
0: <laughs> he's Walter. He will always be Walter. I'm uh, sorry, his name is Gunther currently, but they're wrong. <laughs> I,
1: I, I kind of think that that's how it was when uh when William Regal, uh, you know, was brought into WWE, you know, because he was Steven Regal before, and they were wrong, right? But now he's been William Regal for so long that it's it's William Regal. Um yeah. and that might be the same thing with Gunther. I don't know. But I was actually kind of agreeing with you um that Gunther and Drew would actually be um a great feud. I think mm-hmm. I think, you know, seeing what Gunther did with Sheamus, I think uh Gunther and Drew would be another hard-hitting feud. I don't know, are they even on the same brand? Are they on the same Doesn't show? That's better. I guess not. I hear they're going to do another draft, though, and uh, shuffle the deck again. Um, Maybe my
0: traditional hard eye roll.
1: (laughs) Well, you know, we got... I don't know. Maybe with Triple H, they'll actually stick with it and do some long-term things with it. Um, So, I don't know. Maybe there's a point to it all. Um, I I think the game is different. Pardon the pun. (laughs) <laughs> um, <laughs> I think the the game now is different with the game in charge. That one, totally pun intended. I
0: get higher eye roll. <laughs> um, all right. So, uh, let's go ahead and do one more hurt. Or sorry, one more helped. Uh, mm-hmm. who's your next help?
1: Okay, so my next helped is isn't somebody necessarily on camera. Um, but I'm going to say a lot of the, a lot of the agents, so to speak that triple H has brought back or surrounded himself with like road dog um, being brought in. Um, I'm, you know, uh, Shawn Michaels getting promoted, you know, over NXT and, uh, And so those types of things, I know there's a couple of other ones that he brought in that, uh, Oh gosh, that, well, gosh, I'll I'll even say William Regal coming back, um, you know, to, to help. Is that official? All the rumors are pointing to it. So, I mean, I, I guess it hasn't been officially announced, but that's what all, that's what all the dirt sheets are saying is that William Regal is going back to the (laughs) WWE that somehow he had an out in his contract. So. Mm. So we shall see. I mean, that'd be, you know, that'd be a huge thing if, if true. Um, I guess we'll see. He's supposed to. Uh, Cause I mean, it looks like AEW wrote him out. I mean, yeah. And yeah. And all the rumors are that he's going back to WWE and that he'll be back around, Um, Right after the new year and uh, he'll be kind of going back to do what he was doing before, Um, you know, helping scout talent and and uh, producing and and training guys and that sort of thing. So and maybe even being a, you know, an on air authority figure, you know, either for NXT or WWE or on the main roster, who knows? But those types of things, right there, it's like he's surrounding with. I mean, look at this. Like you've got Shawn Michaels and Road Dogg and and Triple H. Who would have thought, you know, that the Click or DX and all of that would be ruling the promotion? I mean, it's it's crazy to think about that. Back when, uh, (laughs) back in the Attitude Era, when you had the, or right before the Attitude Era, when you had the Click. Uh, running things backstage, they eventually did take over, and now they run the company. Um, you know, so it's like long-term storytelling, right? I mean, look at that story arc. You had <laughs> you had Triple H and Shawn Michaels, you know, running things backstage and running people out of the company, like Brett, And then you had Triple H marrying the boss's daughter, and then you had that long-term storytelling where uh, you know he brought in Shawn to. <laughs> To run NXT, and then and then Vince leaves, and Triple H is in charge, and he brings everybody in, and they actually are running the company. That yeah, that's a that's a twenty year story arc right there. <laughs>
0: <sighs> um, All right, then, yeah, um, well, yeah. The agents and the, having everybody on talent is awesome.
1: Yeah, and clearly clearly they know what they're doing. I mean, the show has been good. It's been better anyway. Yeah. So, uh, yeah,
0: that's what I have for that one. Well, uh, my last help, uh, I initially was going to say Seamus, but I think Seamus is being helped a lot more, but you kind of triggered one in my brain that I actually think I'm going to go over Seamus. And that is NXT is a brand. I think NXT in general is being helped by Triple H doing uh, being in charge. Um, the not only were the numbers floundering, but people just like uh, people we talked to and I think just did not want to watch NXT when it was uh, in you know rainbow colors. Uh, it just was not good storytelling. There was not really a point to watching it. But now that it's back to the black and gold, and Triple H is uh, running the stories for everything on that. I uh, every single person pretty much in NXT has been helped tremendously by having triple H run everything and NXT again, as the brand is becoming a lot better and worth watching again because of the triple H changing that he's done. Um, I don't know. It, honestly, if there's anybody else that's been helped more than NXT.
1: No, that's a good one. Um, that NXT definitely is on the right track again. Um, I don't know if it'll ever get back to where it was, Um, you know, when you had the Garganos and the uh, Tommaso Ciampa's and the, um, gosh, uh, Adam Cole and the Undisputed Era and those types running things. Uh, I don't know if we'll get back to when it was when it was so great, but it's, it's a heck of a lot better than where it was. Um, just, just a short time ago.
0: And going along with that, I know, um, from talking with people uh, in the industry that, uh, Triple H is looking back again for indie darlings, indie talent, uh, more than they were able to do during that time. And that's just going to allow more NXT labor in there. So though they don't have the Garganos, Tommaso Ciampa's, uh, undisputed era level of guys there who you know are the indie darlings, we might end up seeing more of the indie dogs coming back into NXT, uh, through the system that way or somebody new that came up because they came up through the industry. there's a lot better opportunity a lot better chance of seeing the next Adam Cole or the next Johnny Gargano through NXT now than there was before
1: yeah wrestling's in a really good place right now I think and it's just um, the talents out there they just gotta they just gotta find it and pluck it and uh yeah, I, I think, I mean, there could be another resurgence. Um, I guess time will tell to see how soon that happens.
0: It's true. Uh, and, you know, just to put out there is uh selfless promotion. Uh, hi, I also wrestle as Mike Berg for Devotion Championship Wrestling. <laughs> I know you guys over at WWE watch this and listen to this. Uh, come watch us. Uh, we just had a great pay-per-view live on Fight, and it was a great time. Uh, so please come and watch. And, uh Yeah. Call me later. Um, anyhow, uh, and then let's end this with, uh, I don't know. I don't really have another hurt, honestly. Um, what do you got? Um. Anything?
1: Gosh, you know, I, I don't think a lot. I, I think I agree with you that I don't think a lot of people have been hurt or, or at least it's too soon to tell on on anybody that's really been hurt because nobody's like left the company or anything with Triple H uh being in charge. In fact, it's quite the opposite. There's been a ton of people, you know, yeah. leaving from the other companies to show up. Uh and so I mean, gosh, I'm trying to think of anyone really hurt. And
0: oh I got one that's hurt. Yeah that one. Ah. Uh.
1: Uh, wait what Okay,
0: uh, uh, I was gonna say that one that, Spanish uh, talent. Uh, I was gonna say that one Spanish announcer whose name I forgot. Yes, uh, that just got fired. That's the one. Oh, uh, what was it like Quinzella something or another?
1: Yeah, I forget his name, but that's exactly who I was thinking of the the announcer that that uh, got told <laughs> basically that he wasn't going to be calling the pay per view, and then he got the hint that they were replacing him. That's the one you're yep. talking about, right?
0: But I think that's the first real. No, uh, but sure. Um, the one I was thinking of, uh, I they might they said might have been the same person, but that's not the story I heard. Is uh, that uh, they ended up like telling some uh, Spanish YouTuber to hop into the ring during like a live event, and uh, nobody told uh, Byron uh, Byron, uh, Byron Saxton. And so, Byron Saxon called for security, and this whole other thing happened. Um, that's the one I had heard about. But Oh, that, yeah, that's not uh, the
1: one I'm talking about. I'm talking about uh, whoever was one of the main shows' uh, um, announcers. And then. Gosh. Mar- I, Mike Marcos?
0: Marcos, or whatever?
1: I forget his name. I wasn't yeah. watching that closely. And Marcos
0: but. and somebody else. Uh, but it was a Spanish announcer, I was thinking. Or Spanish talent.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha. So. I don't know. I guess the announcers, that, that's who's hurt. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. Um, well, I mean, again, guys, like Triple H has been doing a fantastic job. And again, it is too early to say for sure. Um, but we can kind of start seeing the trajectories for a lot of these guys. Uh, not to mention all the people who were brought back because uh, there's been. So many. It feels like almost every every major uh, pay per view that comes in, or every like every like almost like rubber match at the end of almost every rubber match to a story, somebody comes in to liven up the story again with them or something like that, which has been fantastic and really one of the best ways to continue long term storytelling is by having that aspect. Okay, you're done with this program. Now you're going to work at this program. We're bringing back with somebody. So, like, there's not really a whole lot of people who were really hurt, and even the ones we talked about today weren't really hurt that bad. They're just kind of slightly diminished.
1: Yeah, because I mean, even even Ronda Rousey, who I said you know might not have the same star power, but she's still the champ. Yeah. So I mean, it's it you know, uh,
0: it hasn't hurt her too bad. And I kind of enjoy her as a heel. A lot more than I did as a face. Like, the, the big thing is is controlling the match as a heel. You have to kind of know how to do that. Really be able to do that. And, uh, or have someone that knows how to run a match as a face. Um, so, I think that's part of the other problem. Like, with, like, Liv and Chazi. Both those girls can do face really well. But I'll guarantee you, they probably don't call their matches, like, the whole of it from being a faith. So, really? uh, that being said, I've got one last question for a second. Okay. I want you to pick one person who we did not talk about tonight and is not really currently in an upward trajectory, but could see in the next six months doing something Thanks to Triple H of storytelling. Oh.
1: Okay. Um I th- does Seamus count? Because I think he's he's definitely gonna be having a renewed singles push mm-hmm. um in the next little bit. Uh because he's been doing a lot of the tag stuff and he did the I know he did the feud with Gunther, uh, mm-hmm. but I think it's kind of been a revival for Sheamus. I mean, Sheamus could go on the helped to list, yeah. uh, and because I, I definitely there was a period of time where I was bored with Sheamus, and after seeing his his uh, recent feud with Gunther and all that, I'm I'm back to being
0: into him. Yep, yeah, I definitely feel that way. Um, I've got two guys who are kind of tinging my brain that we didn't talk about tonight and not really on a current upward trajectory, but could easily do so. And part of the reason I don't think that they've gotten onto that yet is because they're both uh, Tommaso Ciampa being one of them. Uh, Triple H was high on Tommaso Ciampa at NXT, and I think that will only continue in uh, the main roster Um I think that once Tomaso comes back from injury, if he comes back from it, uh, he's going to have a huge trajectory going upwards uh, for him. And, of course, Cody Rhodes. I mean, I don't know if Cody would have needed the help, but I think he's going to do a lot better uh, with Triple H in charge than McMahon ever would have.
1: Uh, Yeah. Cody is gonna be huge in the next event. I see him being a top top player. Um, honestly, if it wasn't for uh The Rock probably coming back, uh I could see Cody main eventing WrestleMania and
0: winning the Rumble. But who knows? And it, it very well could happen. Like, you know, you know what the Rock schedule is gonna be like, um, being in movies and all the time. He could easily not be able to do it and they have to change things last minute and make it so that it's going to be Cody winning the rumble for this—it's—it's um, it's an easy slide in for as a backup if the raw can't be there. So,
1: oh, absolutely. Cody's in a great position right now. Even yeah. though he's out, um, he's in a great position uh, if they need a backup because that would be my pick. And it might be Triple yeah. H's pick.
0: Yeah, and again, like I said, Tommaso Ciampa—I can only see him going upwards. Um, I could see him having another great feud, with Johnny, or even tagging with Johnny, and doing something great there.
1: Yeah. Um, gosh, so much, so much good stuff. Uh, I'm excited for kind of where the futures uh of the company is going, and um, WrestleMania from I mean, kind of what's been rumored and what's going on. I see it being a huge, uh, huge uh, super card of of matches this year or I mean this next year.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I could definitely see that. Uh, I just, I don't know if I've been this excited for the WWE stuff in a long time. And I guess the last person that I think triple H helped was the fans, us, the fans uh, with everything, because, you know, outside of the numbers going up, I, I think fans in general have just loved everything going on with WWE.
1: Yeah, it's... uh, Yeah, I mean, there's really not a lot to hate right now in WWE. And I haven't... It's been a long time since just we've actually been able to say that. Like, even this last pay-per-view at Survivor Series, there was really only one match that wasn't good on some yeah. level. So it's been a while since that's happened.
0: Yeah. And it's not even just that. Like, think of the couple of pay per views, the last few pay per views going into this. Um, you know, I've talked about it as we've done these reviews. There are very few matches, if any, that are not really good. And the card is very solid cards going into this. Like, I was not excited for uh, the Clash of the Castle by any means going into it uh, because it sounded just like a money grab uh pseudo crown jewel thing. And I mean Clash of the Castle was one of the best pay-per-views we've had possibly this year. Um outside of maybe like WrestleMania. Uh that being said, even like Crown Jewel was good this year. And it's never good. <laughs> so uh, I I mean I can't say any more great praises about Triple H of Steph. Uh, I Honestly, I hope we get to do this again in six months and continue the praise with Triple H's stuff. Um, But I guess we'll have to see. So, with all that being said, guys, I know this is a little bit of a shorter episode for us. But I want to hear from you guys. Who did we miss out? Who do you guys agree with or disagree with? Hit us up on our social medias, which is BeHeroMedia on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. As well as everything that is be Hero Media on Beheromedia.com. You can find all the great stuff about us as well as you know bios about me and Psycho. So and then you can also reach out to us directly. You can hit me up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Mike Burke DCW. And now same play or same handle on uh, Twitch. Or, not Twitch. <laughs> TikTok. There's too many T socials. Um <laughs> And then lastly, you can also hit up Psycho at Psycho Wrestling on Facebook. So uh, that being all said, if you guys have not had a chance to go on to Fight TV and go and find Devotion Championship Wrestling's fourth anniversary show, we had a great opportunity to have uh, Eric Bischoff, Diamond Dallas Page, Josh Alexander, Camille from NWA, and And so many of our great wrestlers there at the show. Uh, Fandango, now known as Dirty Dango, uh, who's a really good dude. Like, got to meet him in the back, um, along with Josh Alexander. These are some nice people. They got to join us for our fourth anniversary show. That is available to you to watch in a video on demand right now through Fight TV. So go ahead and hit that up. Uh, It's already been watched uh, around the world uh, in Fourteen different countries, I believe, is what we're up to right now. So, if you guys are listening to us around the world and want to be that first from your country, hit it up and do so. Uh, and um, next month, we believe I think it's January seventh is our next show. Uh, so, reach us, reach out to us on Devotion Devotion Championship Wrestling on Facebook to see when that next show will be. Um, I'm not even sure what the name of the show is currently. Uh, I'm Still just so hyped for our fourth anniversary show. It was a great time. Uh, yours truly uh, has given, been given an opportunity. I'm not going to tell you how and or why because that will spoil the fun of watching that video on demand of the fourth anniversary show. But go back and watch it. So, Alright, uh, Psycho, is there anything else? Uh,
1: <clears throat> No. It was. Uh, I agree with you. Uh, the four-year anniversary show was a uh... Uh, a very solid show, and uh, I had a lot of fun participating as well, so yeah, definitely go check it out, but uh, yeah, that's all I got.
0: Alrighty. Well, guys, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and we will probably try to hit this up one more time in six months to uh, continue the milk the cow of Triple H uh, and how he's doing. So, with that all being said, guys, and for the rest of Be hero this is me and Psycho, tapping out. Have a good night, guys.